when we're gonna we're gonna record or is it is it on like a clap? So like a three, two. Oh, that's actually a great question. <laughs> well, so just start I've, recording I've had now. With that in the past. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 It's great that you brought that up. I've never actually done this, but uh, yep, yeah. So recording. just start recording now, and I'll sync the clap in, just to like you know that's where the audio oh, actually true, starts. True. Cool. Okay. okay. So is everyone recording? I'm just recording. Yes. There. Recording. Cool. Yep. Recording. Awesome. Okay. So uh, three, two, one. Clap. Cool. Cool. And one more, just in case. Three, two, one. Cool, awesome. I'm sure, I'm some at some point that'll screw me over. But <laughs> first off, thank you guys for joining me. Um, I'm very glad to have you all here. I have been talking to you guys a bit, and so obviously I do want to plug your shows. First off, we have the Culture Quest podcast joining us, and on. Hey, hey, hey. So. You guys' show sort of focuses on becoming cultured as a whole, right? Sort of exploring different aspects of culture, such as books, albums, movies, right? Yeah, mostly mostly pop culture stuff, but like our last episode was about classical music. So, uh, yeah. Awesome, awesome. And uh, what would you say, if there was a specific episode you wanted people to check out, what would it be? Oh, man, that's a big question. <laughs> um... Well, I like we've done a episode five, I think it was. Uh, we've talked about like this um, a a book from the second century uh, written by mm. Marcus Aurelius. It's kind of about mm. stoicism and philosophy. I think we had a, a, just a wonderful conversation about it. Like uh, this is the one I uh, I recommend people go and listen to. Awesome! Be sure to check that out, guys. I've checked out the show. It's pretty great. Um, I love, I do love how you guys bring humor to everything, and it's a very great show. Thank you. Is is that Meditations, Marcus Aurelius? Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Is that what we're talking about? Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a great read. Uh, it's, a, yeah. it's a lot of fun Stoic philosophy. I'm not a Stoic, but yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> it's basically the first philosophy book or Stoicism book I've ever read, but like it sparked an amazing conversation, I think. We also have the host of the Bad Audiobooks podcast. Hello, I'm Kent. You guys sort of, um, I think you'll be, you'd be a lot better at describing what the podcast does. <laughs> Go ahead if you want to. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't uh, given it a good description off the cuff in a while, but basically we read, um, mo at the moment we're focusing on classic uh, books, and we read them fully uh, from beginning to end, or whatever the story is, but we're, we're roasting it, we're doing bits. Uh, along with it and if you think the text was ridiculous we probably do too and we're probably making fun of it a whole lot a um, lot of characters really terrible voice acting that kind of stuff but yeah it's pretty fun uh, you can go listen to it at badaudiobooks.com awesome yeah i've started your Grimm's fairy tales episodes it's it's a pretty it's a great concept it's an amazing show thanks man yeah uh, any of the Grimm's, uh they're all pretty self-contained and it's the first episodes we did so i would definitely recommend checking those out some of them are short some of them are long it just depends on the, the story but yeah we did all we try to do the core classic ones like cinderella Rump uh, rapunzel sleeping beauty that kind of stuff for the, at the beginning but now we did uh, sherlock holmes hp lovecraft and we just finished up a hardy boys one Awesome. Yeah, definitely make sure to check out their show. We also have another Dungeons & Dragons podcast here, Dungeons & Chill. Um, would you like to tell us a bit about the setting of your Dungeons & Dragons world, David? Oh, man. Well, uh, on Dungeons & Chill, it is uh, a thousand years after the Elven War, uh, the Elven-Human War, and elves disappeared for uh, a thousand years. After the singular god Saul banished them across the world, and now elves and other magical things are coming out uh, through the woodwork, essentially, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. Meanwhile, our adventurers are tasked to go to uh, the Underdark, as, as most people would know it. I named it the Dark Below, and they are set to go find the prince of one of the kingdoms and understand why he was kidnapped and get the keys to go to this other dimension and save the day. Uh, and it's we're on season three right now. We took a little bit of a break and um, we're about middle of season three, getting close to wrapping it up uh, and starting season four as they maybe eventually find their way into the Underdark. 
That's pretty cool. I didn't know that thing about the elves because, you know, usually in a lot of these settings, elves are really influential and they're like really everywhere. But that's cool that they just sort of disappeared. And I don't, I'm personally not very good at running the Underdark, but I can respect anyone who is, so kudos to you. It's It's been a lot of fun to to mess with that. We've recorded a little bit of a, ahead of, a little bit ahead of what's going on and I'm I'm really pleased with how my players are doing. I love them to death. Um we've been friends for so many years that it's just it's just great to see them all interacting in new and fun ways. That's cool. Yeah, if you want to learn what an empathy stick is, make sure to check out Dungeons <laughs> and Chill podcast. We also have the Bacon Games podcast. Now, this is a, a sports podcast. If you don't mind me asking, where'd you get the name Bacon Games Podcast? Yeah, no worries. We we do sports, fantasy sports, um, all that fun stuff. And it's actually I just I just ripped it straight from um, a uh, a fantasy league that I manage with a bunch of my buddies from college. Um, so it was just called Bacon Games, uh, like on NFL.com or whatever. And that was like at the height when we were in college of like everyone's like, oh, like epic meal time, like bacon's the best thing ever. <laughs> um, so just kind of like stole it from that. And I, I figured it's kind of like unique and whatever. And so I just, just kind of ran with it. Nice. It is a pretty cool name. I will yeah, say, um, when I was talking to you for this episode, I remember thinking, wow, this guy's into D&D and sports. That's weird. <laughs> Dude, dude uh, sports are so fucking nerdy, dude. Like, like all, all the stats and shit I do, it's so nerdy. Just y'all not ready for that conversation, you know? Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. Yeah, I yeah. We actually also had like I, I I do talk some politics sometimes, and our last episode was on politics, so we're a, we're a little bit more variety than I guess just like overall sports and stuff. But it's mostly mostly sports. Hmm. I see. I see. Awesome. Make sure to check out these shows because they're a lot better than I'm able to describe and Aww. I've thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed all of them. They're now new they're sort of in my list of podcast repertoire, I guess you could say. And thank you guys for being here. Um this is the first episode I'm recording since uh quarantine actually started. Um so this will be fun. This I'm a bit rusty, but we'll see how this goes. I'm excited. So, I'm ready. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's do it. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for being here. I'll go ahead and start us off. So, Our journey begins as the morning sun lights the world around us. Fields, roads, and houses, most of which look to still be under construction, emerge from darkness and into warm sunlight. As time passes and people wake up, the villagers start to go about their normal lives, moving about as a caravan turns off its current path and onto a new one. We focus in on our protagonists, who are currently in said caravan. However, upon closer inspection, we see our protagonists are in chain manacles attached to the ends of the caravan. Everyone sits strapped to the caravan's sides, except one person who's so small he has to stand uncomfortably near the side of the caravan. Falgan, would you like to introduce yourself a bit? Sure. Um, so, I'm Falgan. Falgan Kettle Whistle. I'm a halfling. I'm a bard. I'm a traveling performing artist. Um... What else can I say about myself? Um, I shouldn't get into the background story, right? Well, you see that sitting next to you is what seems to be a little goblinoid creature. As small as you, but they seem to have a booster seat, which lets them sit instead of having to stand around uncomfortably. And so they just sort of look at you as you're standing and they say, So, what are you in for? Well, um, I don't, I don't actually, I'm not supposed to be here. Uh, I haven't done anything. I was wrongfully accused. You were accused? Accused of what? Well, um, you know, I had relations with the king's daughter, Mara. And, uh, well, um, they thought I was gonna kidnap her. 
Uh, well, I didn't. She liked me a lot. And um, well, th th without hesitation, they just threw me in here. I don't, I'm not supposed to be here. I see. So you went after the king's daughter? Yeah, and she liked it. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to take a wild <laughs> guess and assume you're a bard. Whoa, how'd you guess that? Uh, I don't think anyone else would go after a king's daughter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I guess so. And looking around, we see that this caravan is being pulled by a couple of guards who are sort of manning these horses as the caravan just continues on. And they say, hey, quiet down in there. Yeah, yeah. We look around and we see some other faces. Um, Fandril, we sort of focus in on your face. Could you describe your appearance? Uh, I have a very pale skin uh, and golden yellow eyes with platinum blonde hair. And when the light catches it just right, it almost looks like I have a halo. Um, I am a uh, protector Asamir cleric, uh, Fandril Rowler, and... Um, very very muscular but at the same time just just constantly trying to pull against the manacles and just testing my strength against it trying to break free all right let me guess a big guy like you you probably fought off some guards didn't you i mean i like to think that it could have been anyone but it wasn't just guards i was uh i attacked uh the enemy camp and apparently I just got caught up in the bloodlust and I, uh, I killed a lot of people that were in a medical tent. I, uh, I don't know whose side of the medical tent they were on, but I killed a lot of people. So I'm on my way to a war tribunal to see if I'm going to be, you know, live for the next little while. I hope mom's proud. Hmm. And, uh, he sort of. He seems a little bit intimidated by that. And that's sort of a, a very, I'd say, juxtaposed by the person standing next to you, who we see to be a very frail old man. <laughs> Archibald. Uh, I'm sorry, Archibald. Would you like to describe yourself and your physical uh, your physical looks? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, just like an old man with a long beard, bald uh really peasant looking that's about it all right this one's got me stumped what did you do to get in here ah huh? what ah uh, oh uh, nothing it was a misunderstanding <laughs> yeah me too misunderstanding total bad <laughs> yeah me too yeah <laughs> yes i was i cooking breakfast for for this innkeeper and well, the kitchen caught on fire and burned down. It's not my fault. <laughs> We're getting out of here soon, right? <laughs> well, they're taking us somewhere. I don't know where. You know, one minute I'm just enjoying my nice prison gruel. Then the next minute I'm on this caravan with you guys. Uh, yes, well, let me out here. I'm good. <laughs> and the guards, at this point, they sort of bang on the, on the caravan and they say, Hey, quiet. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and we look and see one more person in this caravan. Savrosh, could you describe yourself as well? Yeah, I'm like a fairly small for, for being a half-elf. Um, I've got green eyes, blonde hair, I think. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> um, I, I'm, 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 I'm pretty young. Uh, I would think I'm pretty young even in this party. I think, I think I'm 19. Yeah. For a half-elf human, I think that's pretty young. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've got, like, pretty tattered clothes. I look, like, pretty much like a street urchin. And, uh, I'm short, kind of. Mm -hmm. And the goblin sort of looks you up and down. And... All right, all right. Now, you are also pretty hard to read. What did you do to be here with us? Uh, I'd rather not talk about it. Hmm... And he sort of looks at you as if he's going to press you, and then you see the caravan just comes to a stop. And as uh, this happens, you see that some the guards kind of exit the caravan and move towards the back to sort of help you and escort you out. And they sort of open up the little blinds on the caravan, and they have everyone step out in a single file line. Are you guys following them with no resistance? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah, same here. And so they sort of shuffle you along, and you can see that the guards are just 
they're an intimidating presence, however, for being a new kingdom, for being something that has so much potential, there's not that many of them. And as you guys are let in, they sort of look at you in disgust and they say, Come on, then. Come on. You don't want to keep the king waiting unless you want a quicker execution. Execution? Yeah. Execution. I mean, you guys are prisoners. I'm, I'm sure you all did something very nasty to be here. That's not true at all. <laughs> Can you tell me which side of the army I'm on right now? Because that's that would answer a lot of questions. I'd... I legitimately have forgotten who I was fighting against and for. Side of the well, right now you're in the you're in the newly found milestone settlement. Milestone settlement? Yes, we're about to take you. You know what? Just just follow us. Just follow us. Ah, <laughs> all right, all right. And as you guys look around, the first thing you notice is. They sort of purport themselves to be a kingdom, however. You look around and see that these ca- quote-unquote castle walls are about an inch tall at the moment. And it's pretty obvious that this is not a completed castle as you guys are let in. And you guys are brought to an empty room where it's very barren except for a throne standing in the very middle. And on that throne you see what looks to be this very built human man and this is someone who would be insanely intimidating if he were in an actual court that was furnished with actual furniture that was manned by a decent amount of men however as he's not it's sort of a little bit sad all right all right you have all been brought before your king now first off do you have anything to say what what is the name of this city why, this is the Univar Kingdom, soon to be the greatest kingdom in the land. However, at the moment, you are currently in its future capital, Univar City. Hmm. Well, I've seen birds' nests better protected, but I can see potential, I guess. Fendril, Fendril, don't think I don't know who you are. I know that many of my generals looked to you for guidance, and yet, here you are among these prisoners. Do you have anything to say for yourself, Fandral? Mm. I say I do anything in the name of Althes, my mother, the goddess of war, battle, and victory. And all I was doing was her will. Unfortunately, I don't know if it was your side that got in my way or the enemy, but all I know is I was trying to win. Fandral, a war fought against an unwilling opponent is no... My knowledge is wasted on you. You all believe your charges should be dropped and you should be let go. Am I correct? That's Absolutely. Right. While I may disagree, I would like to propose an offer that I do think you should listen to. Okay. I'm listening. While it may be hard to tell between how amazing me, my courts, and this kingdom look, <laughs> you wouldn't believe it, but we're suffering a bit in the financial department. Hmm. I know the feeling, hmm. my lord. Hmm. now obviously this is where you would come into play you see tales have been told about a time long ago before history was being recorded one of these tales is particularly interesting though you see in many of these stories people search for objects and artifacts and magics of great power however when it proves to be too much for them to handle they are swept away to a dimension that is outside of our understanding of how time works. Now, it is not normally possible to enter dimensions like these because the weave that garners the rules of magic acts as sort of a barrier. However, there are tears in the weave and apparently when these tears line up just right, it is possible to reach these forbidden dimensions. Or at least that's what I've been told by that man over there. And he points over to a robed figure who has these very white and decadent robes and is just standing in the background sort of staring you guys down. Yikes. Apparently at sunset, one of these tears will line up just right to where for a split second, we might be able to get a group of adventurers in there. However, we do not have a group of adventurers, and so that's where you come in. 
this man seems very keen on seeing whether or not this is possible, safe, and won't just kill you guys immediately. My lord! Sounds like yeah, I don't have much of a choice. Would all of my no. large debts be wiped away? Yes, if you retrieve any of these artifacts, objects, anything, your debts will be wiped away completely, both the literal ones and the metaphorical ones. However, if you prefer, you can still choose execution. Yeah, I'm going to go on a quest. <laughs> I love this idea. I think my mother would be disappointed. I'm ready for adventure. Now, of course, I wouldn't trust a set of prisoners to not run away the second they get the chance to. My lord, I'm wounded. I would never do such a thing. <laughs> You're wounded. In what way? Not literally. It's more the figurative. <laughs> I can hear many voices in the sky. Uh, <laughs> All right, if you could all hold hands, we'll take care of this with a quick spell. I'll hold hands with, I'll hold hands with everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, yeah. Yes, my frail old old man hands. Reluctant. Yeah, I'm, I'm, hands don't squeeze too hard. I'm pretty much just going with whatever the king's telling me right now. And you see that the figure from the background has stepped forward a bit, and they start to surround you guys with magic as you all hold hands, and you see them just muttering some incantations under their breath and magic starts to flow around in the room and then go inside of you. Okay. It tingles. It's like bad indigestion. Are we done with the hugging and learning? Now, this spell will prevent you from doing anything not related to the task that you have been assigned. Now, that does include harming townspeople. What if they try to harm me first? You are allowed to act in self-defense, and only self-defense. You hear that, <laughs> war criminal? Ah, uh, all right, all right. So, we, we have a portal that we need to go through, get you untold riches, and build up your kingdom, mm -hmm. and we walk away with our lives. Sound I understand, right? my lord. Everyone get in my pocket. <laughs> what? I get in his this pocket. pocket dimension, it's here. Dimension. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> you first, halfling. <laughs> so, as you try and enter his pocket, you're a halfling, so you're pretty small. But you're definitely not the size of his pocket, and so you're just kind of stretching his pants out. Oh, the other leg! <laughs> <laughs> and you really aren't fitting inside of his pocket. But legends are true! <laughs> the riches are ours, my lord! I think now we can I go now. Okay, I'm starting to think this was a bad idea, and that uh, you've made a terrible mistake. Trust me, my lord, you've made a huge mistake. Now, we'll be giving you a budget of 50 gold to spend in preparation for this. However, just make sure you spend this on something useful. For each of us, or all of us? This 50 gold is for the entire group. Ah, well, I don't mind holding on to this if it uh, helps. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if he can count that high, <laughs> let alone hold that much. I don't think that Archibald old pants over here should yeah, be the one holding on. Are you going to put it in your pocket? Consent of the group. As as a cleric, it might be wise to hand the money over to me, and I what can hold on to in, it. In prison for again? I don't trust a cleric. You know, just war crimes. Uh, Althys, the goddess of war, mm. battles, victory, all that mm. fun stuff. I have nothing against this. Okay, give give him the money. And so the king hands you this burlap sack of coins. Thank you. And he opens it up and he like starts counting it just a little bit and like seems about right. <laughs> What's the legend again? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Basically, if we're right, there is a dimension that we can take you to filled with treasures of great value. So I just need to bring one of them back? Yes, bring back any treasure. However, there is a slight chance that none of this is real and that this is all just made up. What if it is so made just... up? Will we still let us go? If it's not true, well, then we can discuss a shorter sentence when you return. Hmm. No, it's, no. it's true. It's legends. Of, it's all real. <laughs> okay, so... I want you to roll an Arcana check for me, and we'll see if maybe Archibald does know something about this. <laughs> oh, boy. First roll. All right. Uh, no pressure. 
<laughs> wow, an 11. You know, this is one of the first times that the recording session hasn't started with a natural one, oh. so this is the win. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a natural. I would love for his rolls to all be, like, super high, and he just, like, has no idea what's going on, but gets all the right answers. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> So you rolled an 11, so you definitely think these are true. You've definitely heard these stories that most people have heard the stories, at least some of them. And considering who you are, it's not hard to believe that you think these are true. Uh, well, now that the, the old ticker is uh, winding, I, yeah, this sounds legit. <laughs> are there any stores in this um, little city of yours? Of course we have stores here. We have... Well, we don't have many. However, we prefer to strive for quality, not quantity. Just make sure that you are back before night, because we need to do this before the tear passes by. On top of that, I know other kingdoms will be investigating to see if these claims are true or not, and I'm sure that some of them may figure out a way to get themselves into that dimension as well. One last thing, for the purpose of this mission, you will be handed back your original gear. Alright, so we have until sundown. More or less. All right, kiddos, let's go shopping. Nice. Okay, uh, well, where do we go I'll first? I'll follow along. Uh, wait, yeah, wait. So I think is everyone like attempt? Like, are we all leaving now? Is that is that what we're? we're... I was gonna start ushering people away, but yeah. Gotcha. So I, I think I think yeah. As, as you guys start to turn around, uh, I'm gonna like step forward, um, and I'm gonna like bow my head in deference to the king, and just I'm gonna ask him a few questions if that if that's cool. Um, so he goes up and he, like, does that, he, he bows, and I'm like, My lord, I want to thank you so much for this opportunity, um, but you mentioned before that there might be other kingdoms interested in this item. Do we have, uh, any information on, on whom we might come across in our, in our quest? That's a good question. Well, our friend over here has told me that at the Kalem Kingdom, they are also looking into ways to explore this pocket's dimension. I have no idea if you will actually meet them there. And of course, like I said, I don't know that this is even real. But assuming and prepping for the worst, you may want to get ready for a battle between other adventurers. Hmm. Thank you, my lord. I... Would also, you, you, you said that you, you gathered information, I, I assume, from, from some kind of scouts or some kind of spies in your employ. Is that, is that correct? Information regarding? Uh, regard, regarding, you know, the place or, or these items and what they do. I, I'd, I'd like to speak to someone who, who was there. Ah, I see. Well, the only person who has that sort of information is our friend over here. However, they have informed me that they do not wish to speak to anyone at the moment besides me. So I'm afraid they won't be much help in that department. Thank you, my lord. So as we see you guys exit the court and you all are now in a group together, we see that between all of you, there's one similar thing, and that's that you guys have all been marked as prisoners so that you're easily identifiable to the townspeople. My question is, how are you guys marked? What sort of a characteristic or thing do you guys all share that makes it obvious to anyone else that you have done something wrong? I, I feel like a uniform makes sense to me, but uh, it's up to... I, I feel like that'd be kind of like smart. I mean, we were given our our gear back, mm. so at this point, it, it would I think it would have to be like maybe even a magical mm. mark of like something that other people can see on us that says like stay away or be cautious yeah. of. Yeah, I think something that like would identify us to like random townspeople in this place that like were, were like criminals. Like, yes. like it'd have to be like very like apparent, like not like a like a small thing like on the back of our neck or something like that. Like something magical or like a like a red bandana or like something like that. A magical brand on our face. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I see that. Okay, cool. So, yeah, you guys definitely all on your left cheek have like a little mark. It looks like an imprint of the king's face on your left cheeks. <laughs> nice. Uh, where where is it on her cheeks? It is square on your left cheek. My least favorite tattoo idea. Ah, <laughs> uh, cool. Where do you guys want to go first? Should, should we, like, spend this money now? I feel like if we go into, like, another dimension, we're not going to need money, so we might as well, like, spend it now. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Uh, are we going to need to worry about rations or oh, anything yeah. along those lines? 
Are you asking the group or are you asking me as like the DM? I'm asking the DM, yeah. Okay, so I'll let you know you don't have to worry about rations. You guys all as a with your starting kits, you do have a bit of rations and this shouldn't take more than a couple days, which you guys definitely have enough to survive that long, at least. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Uh, Fandral turns to the group and watches Savrosh, you know, scurry back in, essentially, and be like, well, I think that uh, the best thing to do is we get drunk before we jump into another dimension. It's a great um, idea. I'd love to go to an in to ask questions. An in to ask questions. Oh, no. Are you that inquisitive all the time, Savrosh? I mean, I don't want to die in another plane, so yeah, I'd like to know a little more. Cool, we'll get beers and you'll ask around. Uh, does anybody need any weapons or anything to that sort? I doubt we can get anything magical in this, in this Maybe area. Maybe potions would be nice. Potions? I've, I've got healing. I can heal. I am a cleric. Hmm. Okay, okay. You've convinced me. Let's go drink. <laughs> I agree. All right. Hello guys, I wanted to thank you so much for listening to this episode after our brief break due to university closures. I actually meant to have this episode done a little sooner, however, when I was listening back to the audio that I had recorded for everyone, I found out that my audio actually only had bits and pieces recorded of it. So, because everyone else did such a good job, I went back and re-recorded most of my lines. So if you hear any weird audio issues, that's probably it, and I'm so sorry. This should only affect this episode. That being said, speaking of amazing role-playing, I want to talk about our guests real quick, who were kind enough to donate their time and talents to me so that I could produce some episodes for the feed. They're awesome people, and I'm really glad I got to work with them. It's been so cool running D&D with these podcasters, so I wanted to plug their shows. Firstly, Anon, who plays our halfling bard, Falcon Kettlewhistle, hosts the Culture Quest podcast. On this show, Anon and his co-hosts dive into albums, books, movies, and other aspects of culture. They cover both well-known and not-so-well-known topics, but they always bring humor and amazing insights to the table. Jesse, who plays Savrosh Augustulus, the half-elf fighter, can be found on his podcast, Bacon Games Podcast. Here, Jesse talks about sports, fantasy sports, and also touches a little bit on pop culture. He very recently had Anon as a guest on his show, so make sure to check that out. Kent, the talented voice of Archibald Windy, very fittingly hosts the Bad Audiobooks Podcast. Here, him and his co-host Nick read classic books in hilarious voices, insult them, and provide commentary. If you can't get enough of the Archibald voice, I highly recommend the Rumpelstiltskin episode. David, our protector Asimar cleric, also hosts a Dungeons & Dragons podcast, Dungeons & Chill. Him and his co-hosts take listeners through the world of Ceridia, and hearing how well David picks up the role of Fandral Rowler, you can really tell how great his show is. They're all really well-produced, and they're awesome people in general who are so nice to be on my small D&D podcast. Please make sure to check them out, but for now, let's get back to the one-shot. So, I look for whatever inn or tavern they may have. As you navigate around this settlement, go ahead and give me an investigation check, and we'll see how easily you can find the tavern. Whoever is your sort of party leader, I guess, can uh, make this roll. Not me. Yeah, I think we've got our part. I think we've got our party leader. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Fandral. No. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Let's see here. Eight. Eight investigation. That is an an eight. Flat eight. So as you begin to travel around the town and sort of look around at the buildings, many of them are unfinished and many of them seem to be closed. A lot of them seem to be small houses. However, eventually you make your way over to a store where you see that it's completely built and at the front there is a sign with some drinks. And deciding to enter, you see that this is actually a potionary. (sighs) I feel like that's a sign from mom. All right. Uh, I, I looked looked behind me. Well, gents, we uh, seems like I royally fucked up. Uh, let's get some potions, regardless, because <laughs> I'm taking this as a, as a bad sign. Uh, and I walk up to the shopkeep. 
So you enter the store and looking around for the shopkeeper, you don't see him until you make it about halfway into the store, at which point behind the counter you see a very tiny looking figure. And as you look closer at them, you see that they appear to be very penguin-like. They have these large black flippers and this white tummy as well as an orange <laughs> beak. And they seem to be the only person in the shop. Good day, sir. Hello. <laughs> Don't. What? What is this? Oh, I. Uh, hello. Um. Well, welcome, welcome. Are you here? Are you here to buy some potions? It speaks. Yeah. What? What? What are we looking at here? Does he have any are, clothing are or items on him? He has these large brown boots, but no. Other than that, he appears to have nothing else on him. Good morrow, my lord. Are you Aracocra? Not everyone's a lord, Archibald. <laughs> Everyone's above me, I assume. I suppose Aracocra is an all right term. Can can we talk to the to the store master, to the potion master here? Why, that would be me. Good oh. day, good day. Oh, oh, okay. Um good day, sir. Welcome to Pablo's Potionary. What's uh what brings you here? Let me guess, you're here for some of my world class potions, right? Well, we were looking for a uh, weren't beers, at first. yeah, sure. Yes, yes. Well, we have everything you could look for. We have uh, potions of healing. We have potions of speed, potions of uh, constitution. We have everything here. Yeah, so like as an aside, um, maybe we should... I, I, don't, I don't know a lot of like the items and stuff in D&D as well, but I feel like we should look for some kind of like protection from like a, a big fucking like boss monster, like a demon or like an abyssal or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that sounds, like we can get kind of, some, some kind of protection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, as a cleric, I have bless, so that oh, is word. something that I, you know, yeah, I can give you uh, advantages here and there. Okay. There are definitely, um, you know, I even have spare the dying. So if you end up dying, Ooh. um, I can sustain you essentially. Word. But uh, yeah, no, I've got I've gotcha. got spells that'll that'll help gotcha. us out, including healing. So I don't feel like we need to buy too many mm -hmm. healing potions right now. Uh, but it's always good just in case if I go yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. And none of your sorry butts can save me. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Because clearly the cleric is the most important character. I'm just saying. Healers are the most important. I agree. Um, so, yeah, if if you think that there might be, like, a potion that you may want, uh, like a potion of, of hill giant strength or something along those lines, that's a good idea. But I think right off the bat, since we're very low level, healing potions are going to be our number one cool. priority. Do you have any feel-good juice, my good sir? <laughs> I do happen to have uh, happiness potions, if that's what you're looking for. Ooh, how much? I'd sell them to you for about uh, 15 gold each. How, how long do they that, last? That's... Forever? Oh, uh, they last about 10 minutes. <laughs> do you want to get high, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever said no I, to I'd a party. I'd rather get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe this is a good icebreaker for all of us. I don't really know you guys that well. Maybe oh, we can get idea. fucked up and, and maybe <laughs> talk about our, our feelings, our past. I don't know. Yeah, I like that. I'm in. Are we going to go do peyote in the desert after this? Is that what we're? Is that what's happening? I feel like this is integral to the mission. Now, I don't like that you guys are implying that this is an illicit substance. This is magic. Look, I've had this my good share of high quality huh? magic, and it does make you a little illicit. <laughs> Do you have any samples? Um, could you go ahead and give me a persuasion check to see if they're willing to give you a sample? Uh, is it uh, for Archibald? Sure, okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, make sure I spell persuasion correctly. <laughs> a 19. Nice. Sample, please. So... This little penguin begins to uh, use their flippers to sort of hold this cup as best they can and pour liquid from this bigger container into this smaller sample cup. Down the hatch, fellas! <laughs> oh, wait, do we all get them? Sorry. Do we all get these, like, little samples? I suppose I could pour you all one if you all wanted to try some. Yep. No. No. Yeah, no. yeah, I'm taking one. No. And so he pours everyone else a sample cup as well. I just stare at the little cup. I'm going to give a toast to um, hopefully not dying in the next two hours. <laughs> I, I'll drink to that. Uh, I'll try to drink uh, Fandrels if he's not drinking. Right. <laughs> 
So this liquid dances through your body and as you feel it move from one part of you to the other, you feel this energy come with it and you feel more peppy and happy and confident. Now oh, this is amazing. Wow. I'm, my self-confidence has never been higher. <laughs> Thank you. I do my best to brew the best potions there are in here. Mm. Yeah, I can get used to this. <laughs> I can see why the boys on right. Wall Street do this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I guess that's now canon. Wall Street is canon now. <laughs> hey, I'm sure you've got a wall and a street. Yeah, those two meet all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wall Street. That's where all those businessmen meet up and they blow each other. <laughs> I'm sorry. They what? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you, you know, like they cast gust on each other repeatedly. <laughs> I, I guess who, who am I to judge? Good save. Good save. All right. So it seems like we need, let's see, four potions of happiness. And uh, what what kind of potions of healing do you have? I have all the normal varieties of healing potion. However, I do also have some discount expired healing potions that I could give you at, you know, a markdown if you're interested. I like the sound of that. Well, how okay. much of a discount are we talking can, here? Can we do some kind of check to like see if those are like gonna like do any harm to us or if they're like any worse than the other ones? Yeah, whoever wants to can go ahead and give me an arcana check and you guys can sort of check out and see how reliable these things are. Um, does the wizard want to do this? Or should I or should I do it because I said it? Do you want me to do it? Yeah, Archibald's uh, not doing that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Since you're, yeah, he's, do, yeah. He's waiting right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do true, we have a wizard? True. Do we have a sorcerer? Nope. nope. Mm, okay, I'll do it. Mm. Oh, that's a four. A four. <laughs> it would find you. <laughs> I say we get them. <laughs> this and how much of a discount are we talking here? Fifty percent, seventy percent off. I normally charge about forty gold for a healing potion. However, how about um, I'll charge you only fifteen gold per healing potion, assuming you buy the expired ones. I think, I think like since a I'm on the potion, I'm pretty, like, okay with this. I think I just nod. Yes, yes. How many do you guys want to get? I think we should get one uh, for each. I don't think we can afford them. Yeah. I, I, I think we've got, we've got we've got 50 gold. Uh, I was never really raised in math. <laughs> I think we can afford two, uh, right? Um, I think uh, because we've wasted some of our gold on the um, earlier potions. So well, yeah, have, have we spent money on the potion, those happiness potions yet? No, we well, have not we, yet. We have not exchanged yeah. Okay, so money. I think I'm going to go up and be like, Okay, so why don't why don't we uh why don't we have a deal here? We'll take what four happiness potions and and three of those potions, and you can just package that all together and give us a nice little discount. Give me That's a persuasion good. check to see how well you haggle with this uh, shopkeeper. Okay. Um. A five. So he looks at you, and he doesn't seem like he's into it. Um, I'm sorry, but these are high-quality potions that are in high demand, so I can't negotiate a lower price. I mean, you're pretty short already, so how much lower <laughs> is that? All right, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Wait, All right. wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So what do you want to say? So you want to, you want to not sell us the, these potions instead of, instead of us giving you money? How, how many people come through this town on a daily basis? At least, like, six, <laughs> including you guys and me. Look, you're... Sh you're <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and, they, and they all shop here? Look, you can't highball us anymore. Just just give us the potions, man. Yeah, we all go like, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't be a dick. Yo, if this hails someone fucking if this hails someone intimidate him, because I think we can intimidate <laughs> this like little penguin dude. Look, alright, alright. How about a bundle deal? I will sell you three of these health potions and four happiness potions for forty-five gold. Does that seem fair? Oh, nice. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, exactly. so we got the four happiness potions and the three uh, health potions. Yeah. Done. Take yeah. it. That'll yep. us enough to get Pass some beers. Forty gold. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell me, tell me your story. I mean, are you Aarakocra? Is that is that what's happening here, or is this something else? Because I've never seen Aarakocra of your race before. You've never seen a penguin before. I can't say that I have. Well, I. uh... I came here because I heard there was going to be a lot of business, and I always wanted to start up a shop, so I figured I'd come here. I'm from a pretty far away, but, you know. I'm, I'm sure in another realm it would be going well, but right now it seems like... And Fandral looks around. <laughs> you're you're um, out of luck. But maybe maybe it picks up for you. Maybe, maybe uh, this town really becomes a hotspot. 
this this King Milestone's got something going on, but what do I know? Well, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Sir, yeah, good I, luck I, with that. Bye. I really enjoy your business model. I, I'm, I'm sensing franchise opportunities. I'd, would you be interested in setting up shop in a pocket dimension that me and the fellas are headed to right now? <laughs> Does this place get a lot of people passing by looking for potions? Several. Many. Tons. So so the legends go. I think Savrosh says like under four. his breath, like more than fucking here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd be willing to hand me off a few more potions, I'd be willing to take a 50% cut of all sales and return them back to you. Um, well, how would I know that you wouldn't just steal these potions and not bring any money back? Because I'm an upstanding individual. I'm working for the king. Don't you see his face on my face? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I... And as he sees that, he sort of gets a bit panicked and he sort of gets a little more frantic i um well um oh hey uh, it looks like you've done all your shopping i uh, actually need to close up for the day and restock in the cellar and he sort of ducks his head down and he pretends and sort of makes some noises as if, as if he's walking down into a cellar however you guys are tall enough to see he's just sort of making noises under the counter pretending <laughs> to be moving down well that sounds about right. Well, <laughs> blessings of Althus on uh, on your your you and your house, and may your next battle be a victorious one. And and Fandral walks and uh, turns around and goes, "Now where's the tavern? I need to get buzzed." No. Yep. Yeah. Can, can I can I pull the wizard aside and ask him a question? All right. Hey, Who? Hey, hey, bu- <laughs> hey buddy. <laughs> hey, I give I like poke him on the back. I poke him on the shoulder. What? Ah, what is going on? Hey. Um, so like you you know spells right? I know how to spell my name. It's A R C H I. And and Savrosh is like under those. Jesus fucking Christ! All right, cool. Um, okay, so you you know how we got the these um the spell from the king and his, his sorcerer, right? Um, do, uh, yes. Do you, know do you know anything more about this? Um, well, I don't know. This you mean the the thing on our faces or the thing inside of us? Yeah, like like the spellbinding circle. <laughs> like, do you do you? Are you well, able to cast something like this? I, I, I don't know magic, but I don't know. Let me think about it. Uh, can I do a Arcana check? Yeah. So uh, go ahead and give me an Arcana check. <laughs> <laughs> My character and I are both really skilled at this knowledge. <laughs> hey, it's okay, dude. Uh, I don't know how to do this shit. Uh, okay, here we go. Let me try that. Shit. Noise. I think it's good. I just have this intuition that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I just want to like ask him like a more pointed question, if 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 like that's like in. So um, so yeah, like um, uh, you you seem like a pretty like good like business dude. Like uh, I know you were trying to convince that. Like, Thank you. I there. appreciate that. I am a yeah. businessman. Yeah. So so all, all all I'm thinking is like if if we find this like untold treasure, like what why do we need to return to the king? Does it, does this like treasure like does this spell bind us to the king in that way? Well, if you're going by the letter of the law, my boy. Uh, we just need to know that it's helping the mission. So what helps the mission? Uh, that's a fairly subjective question, isn't it? In the grand scheme of the universe. So we just have to believe wholeheartedly that, uh, yes, that we're helping the mission. What helps the mission? I, I think that's all up for our own personal interpretation. But if we're talking about raw magic uh, knowledge, I'm sure I could think something up. <laughs> what do- Okay, any, yeah, I think, any, I think my character's uh, a, little, a little uh confused by it. He's like, "Oh, okay, I just meant like, why the fuck who do we what do we owe the king? Nothing. If we get this gold, let's just use it for ourselves." So with that earlier role, Archibald has a bit of knowledge on this spell that was cast on you guys. However, to go into that, we look a bit into Archibald's background. Okay. You see, Archibald was a simple farm worker with no magic bone in his body. However, <laughs> He had also built up a lot of debt to many people who you do not want to build up a debt against. One day, in one last attempt to pay off this debt, Archibald tried to get enrolled in a sort of culinary course. And he purchased this book called Sandwiches, Enchanter with Culinary Magic, (laughs) hoping that this would help him pay back his debt. However, unfortunately and unknowingly, Archibald was actually reading a book on magic labeled Sandy's Witch Enchanter with Conjuring Magic. Now, Archibald has been studying these sort of books, attempting to learn how to cook. 
And through this, Archibald has gained a bit of preliminary knowledge into <laughs> magic and wizardry without even knowing it. Now, Archibald, what you know about this spell is this spell places a magic command on a creature, and if that creature goes against this command or does anything that would impede them to do this command knowingly, then that creature takes some very heavy mental damage. And of course, out of game, we sort of translate that to 5d10 psychic damage Yikes. each time okay, okay. that someone does something that goes against what the mission was or, you know, impedes them from doing that knowingly. You also know the spell's name is Ghee. Uh, well, now that I'm thinking about it, I do remember a recipe that involved geese. And uh, <laughs> yes, if you... Uh, this particular uh, delicious course, if, uh, if I recall, uh, it's, it's not good for the mental state once ingested if you're going against the chef who cooked it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I get what you're serving up. I, and then he just kind of like, like walks away dejected. <laughs> That'll be my answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so now as you guys enter into this tavern, you see there's a little sign that says the Wicked Witch's Tavern. And entering you see that there are some barmaids serving drinks there's people all around having conversations of all kind there's all manner of creatures however the bar itself is a little run down and looks like it is in heavy need of repairs as a few barmaids sort of stare you down you see that some people have noticed the little mark on your left cheek and they seem very concerned by this Yes, we're with the king. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a table for four, and a, whatever, whatever drinks you have, it's uh, it's on the king. So a barmaid comes over to you guys and sort of nervously leads you guys over to an empty table where you guys can sit. And about ten minutes later, comes back with what looks like a couple of drinks for everybody, and they seem to be some sort of mead-like liquid. Is this just for me? Thank you. Um, I'm sorry. Were you guys looking for more? It was, it was a, it was a poor joke. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you didn't have a humor. I apologize. And this lady just sort of stares and nervously laughs, like ha ha, and then tries to get away as fast as possible. <laughs> I ignore them. Let's drink, smart. Indeed. Sure. Um, are we taking these happiness potions now? We're gonna get like super twisted on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still feeling a little buzzed off of the last one. <laughs> All right, I, I, I guess I'm the only one here to party. I'm going to save it until, you know, I'm not happy. <laughs> you know? Every time that there's someone to hit, I'm I, Is there someone to hit here? Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> at him. <laughs> I'm going to hold on to it. I agree. I like this when I'm not happy scenario. I will take the happy. Uh, maybe we should, like, or I, I feel like my guy would be like, hey, so, like, what are you guys doing? I feel like we would talk amongst ourselves a little bit because we really haven't gotten to know each other that well right that's true so, so yeah so i think i think um i think i'm gonna say hey um so you want to play like a, a drinking game to getting to know each other like a, like a fun little icebreaker absolutely yeah that's a good idea okay cool Before big um, mission <laughs> yeah i mean we, we might as well get a little turn um so uh let i i think i saw this on the uh the hit documentary book series game of thrones um <laughs> right so yeah game of thrones which is uh now canon yeah i read it a long time ago when i when i lived in my backstory um so <laughs> we i i will guess something about you and if it's true uh i think i have to take a drink and if it's false you have to take a drink Does that sound cool the greatest awesome. way yeah. to introduce a character yes <laughs> yeah absolutely I, 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 like, I think they did that in game of thrones right or some some shit like that i remember Tyrion doing something like this yeah absolutely yeah. I, i'm into this okay all right so i'm gonna sorry what's what's the wizard's name i'm so shit at this uh archibald. Archibald. archibald yeah okay okay i'm a real bad with names okay archibald um i'm gonna ask you a question um so you you said you 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 were in here i think for for, for debt am, am i mistaken is that is that correct what, what do you what i take were a you sip of sling? my drink what were you in the, the cling for Actually, uh no, that's right no, yeah, I'll, I'll take a sip of my drink. Yes, I am in, uh, here for debt, uh, but it's not as bad as you think. I just owe money to a few individuals, 
Actually, including the king. Uh, what's the king's name? I don't remember. His name is King Milestone. 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 Oh, okay. That was that's not, not a title. Uh, got it. Uh, uh, yeah, I old I old Miles uh, a few hundred gold. No big deal. Okay. So what you're saying? It was wise of me to hold on to the money. <laughs> got it. So uh, oh, I'm gonna it guess was just that... a bad investment. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna guess you've never had a successful business venture in your entire life. Is that true? That's not true. They were all successful until they weren't. <laughs> okay, I guess I guess I'll take a drink for that. That's what Steve Jobs said. Too. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Um, okay, okay, God of War person. Um, so, uh, ha- have you have you uh, have you led many men into combat? I'm gonna guess you you, you have done that. You you led multiple armies into battle. Is that true? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, men, women, Aarakocra, elves. Do, do you, you have an affinity it. for Aarakocra? Aarakocra? No, I just I think they're cool. <laughs> they do. They're they they're kind of cool. I, I I would agree. Cool. Wouldn't that be dope as hell to have wings? Uh, yeah. I mean, but, yeah. I mean, I've, I've always wanted to take a magic potion and see if I could fly. That'd be pretty dope. Um, ha- how many how many campaigns have you been on? Let's see. There was the first one lost. The second one was a draw. <laughs> Third one, we won. I think this is the fourth. Yeah, fourth one. This is my fourth one is where I killed the enemy, quote, unquote, enemy camp and uh, ended up here. Mm. I'm glad I'm to have you, you on our side. True. I'm gonna guess you don't have a lot of money from your venturing, and even if you did, you'd spend it all on more war machines. Is that true? As a cleric, all my money goes to my mother. What does that entail? Like, like a figurative mother or literal? Yeah. Can I be your sugar mama? Uh, a little column A, a little column B. Um, <laughs> I go to the church. And most of my money is donated. Now the church of Al- Althus is it will take care of me. So room, board, food, anything along those lines, I'm I'm taken care of. So you're cool. in a cult. That's cool. <laughs> More or less. Yeah. Have, have you ever been to cult? You've got plenty of years on us. Have you ever done the cult thing? Uh. Oh, I'm sorry. I was at, I was I talking mean, to the, the wizard, but I mean, I, yeah, whatever. Answer. Yeah, yeah. I'll take a drink. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I dabbled, but I was ahead of it, so you know, it was it was sweet. It was a good, it was a good dig. And after that drink, I'm gonna go ahead and ask you for a Constitution saving throw. Shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, there it is. All right, that's an eight. You are starting to feel very drunk. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a good drink and uh, it's a bad, good cult. Yeah, I'll, you can join my cult. <laughs> <laughs> we'll restart it. It's coming back. Uh, okay. Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> does it? Does anyone want to want to take take another turn, take another shot at asking some questions? Uh, let's see. Looking at you, Savrosh, I'm going to assume that you are more of the sneaky type. Is that right? Uh, sneaky, maybe. Um. Sneaky outside of combat, uh, I guess you could say that. Um, look, growing up in the outskirts, I've I've had to had to make my own way. But um, you know, living here mm. in the big city, I, I've tried my best up until like a few days ago, um, to uh, to you know make my make myself a a nice, honest, decent human. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And uh, that's going to involve you taking whatever money you find as quickly as possible making sure that no one else knows that that money was available. Does that sound whoa, about right whoa, as well? Whoa, 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 That's that's a little accusatory. I um I think we should I think you know, I I, I like you guys and as much as I can like people. Um I I just I just don't think we owe anything to the king, especially if we can get the riches for ourselves. You know, I'm I'm sure you've hired plenty of mercenary band who would be willing to die for for the kind of riches we're looking for. I'm just saying if we want to be kingmakers, we can be. I mean, that's literally the contract we're on. Yeah, but I don't make the king rich. Yeah, but wouldn't kingmaker? Wouldn't, wouldn't you rather be the king? No, I'd rather be fighting. Kings don't fight. Yeah, I mean, th- uh, that's fine. We can we could find someone else to be the king, and you you can do all the fighting. I'm sh- I'm sure you like military rank, military dress. That shit's pretty dope, right? As a cleric, again, this is my rank, bitch. I am the <laughs> rank. This is what I do. Okay. I, yeah. I see the vibe you're going with, Sad. As long as it's for the mission and you just believe it wholeheartedly, who's to say how that mission gets completed? <laughs> I don't. 
I put my hand on on Archibald's cup, and I just and that's enough for you, my <laughs> friend. What? Oh, okay. I myself, I just want to finish the mission, go back to the simple life. You know? Have you guys ever? What's the simple life? Um, I, I'm a I'm a simple traveler. I want to keep going. You know, seeing new places, uh, li- live the life on my own, go wherever I want to go. I'm not looking for um, money and castles and excitement. I, I Maybe one day I'll be able to go back home. Have you guys ever heard of a place called Halworth? No. Nope. Yes, the table. I think, I think I passed it once or twice. Have you? Hmm. Well, we'll have to talk about that. Uh, it's something related to my backstory. Um, I'm trying to be, like, I'm trying to, to see who knows of the place. All right, if you want to give me a uh, history check, anyone, and see if you guys know a little bit about his hometown of Halworth. Yeah, I don't think my character would, probably. I, I, I feel like I've just been, like, literally on the outskirts of society, so I don't... And this is, like, my first city type thing. Thirteen. So you guys know that Halworth is a town in between two forests. It's a very close-knit community, and everyone there knows each other by name. People see each other as family even when they're not actually related by blood. This has a community of different races. There are halflings, elves, a few humans, and they don't very much discriminate against any other races. You can see some of the more odd races here, but there aren't too many of them just by the fact that it's not located anywhere where a lot of other races would be exploring generally. The biggest thing about Talworth, though, is they have a huge focus on family and friendship and kinship. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, if you've heard of Talworth, uh, uh, maybe you've heard uh, uh, about my uh, older brother, Furin. Um, I'll have to talk to you about that. Listen, all I did was I walked by it and went, that's not worth my time. It's not worth fighting for. It's not worth dying for. So maybe I did stumble across your brother. Maybe I didn't. But we could talk about it later when... Uh, you know, mid-combat. Does that sound oh, yeah. good? Sound good? <laughs> you pencil that in our calendar? mid-combat reveals. Let's do it. <laughs> cool. What's that? It turns out I am your brother. Ha-ha, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Pulls off a mask, like. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about you fellas, but I my stomach's starting to feel a little upset, and I think it's that goose kicking in. We better fi- figure some, Yo, some stuff out. Let's, uh, I, I'm going to stand up and uh, yell to the to the tavern. All right, everyone, do you see our faces? Empty your pockets. We're running for the king. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Whoa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. While you're doing that, Fandral just drinks his drink looking up at you going, all right, I'm, I'm interested to see where this yeah, goes. Yeah, I think I, I grabbed my weapon, but I'm not like... I'm not looking for a fight. So it takes all of about maybe five seconds before these two burly men come up and grab you by the shoulders and start carrying <laughs> you out of this tavern. What do you say as they start carrying you out? Somebody's got the pocket dimension in their pockets here. We're going to find it. <laughs> and are you allowing them to just take you out? Uh, yeah. Are you guys following as he's escorted out of the bar? Yeah, I think, I think I'm following, follow. yeah. Yeah, what the time is it? Uh, yeah. uh, shouldn't we get going anyway? Yeah, probably yeah. wise. Agreed. Oh, yeah, we follow. So as you guys follow your friend who is being led outside, these burly men grab him, and in old-school cartoon fashion, they literally grab him and throw him out of the tavern. And you see that his body goes flying out. <laughs> um, I think Archibald's got a lot of experience in this particular arena. I... Uh, <laughs> Can I roll acrobatics to see if I can uh, land not so shittily? <laughs> Stick the landing. Tuck and roll. <laughs> yeah, and this, roll. Is, this, is, this is his first uh, eg- uh, dramatic exit. It's not your first part, right? <laughs> oh, okay, that is a natural 20. <laughs> nice. So Archibald goes flying through the air, and you see, though, he's sort of maneuvering himself to where he's flying gracefully. And as he's about to hit the ground, he puts his hands down and he puts force on his hands and he pushes himself up. And in that action, he does a somersault and actually appears standing upright right before your very eyes. I I clap. I, 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 yeah, I think I'm stuck no, no, silence. I'm yeah, that, I that think I'm good. Silence. Very good. What the fuck? I'm, I'm I want to lean against the wall and collapse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yo, to, to be uh, honest, this guy actually all right, seems Grunty, useful let's in go, combat. And I, and I, 
hook my arm around you and like, let's let's head back to the king. Let's get this over with and earn our money. So as you guys are walking towards the king, you are actually stopped by the same white robed figure who you had seen in the king's court earlier. And as you sort of stare at each other, you see that he has this pale complexion. And besides that, you don't see much other than this blonde hair. And as they stop and look at you, they say, Excuse me, but I'm looking to make a bit of a proposition with you.